0: Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Tess. Morning, Andrew. Hey, morning, Tess. How are you? I'm going really well. How are you? I am good. I am glad to hear that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What are we chatting about this week? What a saccharine introduction. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's take an about face. We are talking about a new novel from Peggy Frew. Uh, Now, Peggy Frew is one of those wonderfully talented people who just seem to exude art. I hate those people. Mm. She's the (laughs) bass player for Melbourne band Art of Fighting, uh, and she's the author of three novels. These include House of Sticks, uh, Hope Farm. Hope Farm uh, came out a couple of years ago, and amongst its accolades, it won the Barbara Jeffries Award, and it was shortlisted for both the Stella Prize and the Miles Franklin Award. So, her third novel, her most recent novel, the novel we will talk about today, is Islands. I'm already just jealous of her existence. <laughs> but just as a side note, continue. <laughs> so, Islands <laughs> is the story of a family. Helen and John, their daughters June and Anna, a family who, like any other love and quarrel, they're not perfect, uh, but it's in the ways that you can only be with loved ones. And then one night, 15-year-old Anna doesn't return home, and the family's lives are inexorably defined by that moment forever. So the narrative is set across distinct locations The first section, Island Stories Tells of the family's relationship with an island And their relationship's on an island It's about two hours' drive from Melbourne It's a place of holidays and escapes from the city And the family have a... a, the, The grandmother has a home there, so they visit And it's the sort of place where the smell of salt and sand between your toes Can kind of gloss over the sadness that invariably finds us wherever we are the second section, In Town, relates lives lived every day, and it's a chronicle of those moments that might have been the point where it all went wrong. Uh, so the first two six- sections, they, they shift us between each of the family's point of view, but focusing on June, Anna's older sister, who seemingly must keep it all together as the world kind of shatters around her. And we're looking at a situation where there's, there's family breakup before even Anna disappears. So it's very much looking at how a family deals with this or doesn't deal with this, and then how grief and loss really start to change and charge the relationship. We, wake, we watch as the family splits up and the sisters kind of have to decide how they're going to live. They don't have a roadmap for this, this kind of thing. And the narrative spans some 40 years, giving us a glimpse of the family through their joys and sorrows. As a Red Islands, I was struck by how well Peggy Frew takes us into an impossible situation. The disappearance of a loved one and too often stories of loss and grief, they kind of offer a reader a coherent perspective on the circumstances and the consequences that follow a tragic moment. And of course, we all know that isn't realistic and that moments of grief are seldom cohesive and often difficult to piece together while we're fresh in the yawning moor of that loss. Islands shows us how each character responds through series of vignettes that play with style and form. And I want to tell you about one of my favourites of these. There are two chapters interspersed through the book detailing June's painting. She's an artist... And we're given a sort of a catalogue description of two of her shows. Uh, and each paint, through each painting, we're able to see the moments of family life as she has understood them. Fru's prose brings to life the focus and the distortions of the canvas and mingles with our reading of the text to help us see both Anna and June more clearly. I can't... You have to read these. its I, 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 lo- I do love art. I love going and seeing a fantastic kind of gallery show. And this brings to life through words, the pictures. And we all know that when we're looking at a picture, we're also then doing interpretation. So there's a whole lot that sort of roils through your brain as you're picking up pieces of the narrative that you've already read. And then as you continue to read, you start to understand some of the things that you've seen, but of course you're not seeing what you've seen in the painting. Islands is rich with these explorations of style and form as we watch each of the characters grow and mix with moments of their younger selves. So it's a hard question to answer how we might deal with loss. It's difficult partly because we avoid it until it's forced upon us by circumstance. In islands, we have an opportunity to travel through grief and loss in a way that invites us into empathy. And it challenges us to sit with that discomfort. And in a world where we're forced to witness tragedy, or it seems like we're forced to witness tragedy every day through the news cycle, I feel like we can become desensitized to its reality. Maybe until it touches us, and in islands where we are able to touch it, we're able to harness the power of literature to become more human through that experience. And I love that you know the the concept of loss is not something that is you know hardly ever touched. It's it's quite a common one, I suppose, to be brought up. But it sounds like it sort of is taking it on in quite a different way. I think it's taking it on in a very real way. It strikes me that you will read many narratives where there's loss and different genres deal with it differently. Uh, I mean, if you you begin with the story of a missing person, crime fiction is going to take us into a, a hunt. We're going to search for clues. We're going to look for... Not just uh, the victim, we are going to also look for the the antagonist, the person who's to blame, and that's a that's a story, that's a trope that we know well, and we can fall into, to tropes and narrative structures to help us understand things, uh, to help us understand our world. Islands shows us that sometimes there's no easy way to understand it. It's a process, and it's a process in islands we see play out over years, over decades, and through reflection we look back into the past, and we see you know maybe some of those formative moments where the things that happen had their inception in in childhood and youth which you 're right that is you know a, a lot more realistic, I suppose having something like that affect you over decades than you know oh, and then it was all wrapped up nicely with a bow and we 're done and we move on mm. we all want the we all want the bow and we we realize that well we sometimes struggle to realize that it seldom ever happens and and that is what literature can show us it gives us the examples of where it is a neat narrative and it shows us the unreality of them. And in something like Islands, we're shown a different a different view. You've been listening to the 2SER Book Club. We record on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Tess Connery and Andrew Popel. And a big shout-out to Michaela Savage for graphic design and artwork. If you're enjoying the book club, why not subscribe and get new episodes delivered straight to your phone every week. If you want more books, you can tune into Final Draft or subscribe to Final Draft Great Conversations Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up with everything happening at the station and discover more stories, ideas and music, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for at 2SER.